Same old, same old. Aleph leading me by the hand to the roadside, making sure I was sitting right at the main junction where I'd be seen by the pilgrims passing through Jericho to Jerusalem. Well, it was going to be another day of begging for alms. I was so miserable. Why did I have to live in this despairing darkness? What had become of my life? I'd started off so well learning all about sheep from my father, camping out overnight, fighting off wild cats, shooing away the birds, leading the sheep to the best places for grazing and fresh water. Well, now I'm the one being led like a sheep. Now all I do is beg for money. I try to target the visitors who are going to Jerusalem for a festival. I hear their different accents and I know that they're going to make sacrifices at the temple. The festival next week is the big one. It's Passover, so there should be plenty of goodwill today. I'd rather be working though. It's hard to feel invisible. It's harder still to feel like I'm being punished by God. And believe me when I say that people think I'm deaf as well as blind as they discuss what terrible thing I did to upset God. Truth be told, I've no idea what I did to deserve this affliction of blindness. There isn't a day that goes by without me asking God to show me what I did to deserve such misery. I'd no idea that day would be different, special. I heard the noise of the pilgrims and I realised that there was more to it than the usual singing and conversation. I could hear him. I recognised his voice speaking above the others. I'd heard him speak before, several times. In fact, Aleph and I travelled north to Galilee a month or so ago because we had heard that he healed people. And well, well we thought that maybe he would heal me. I remember clearly that he was teaching the people about God. He told stories of a man who sowed seeds and, well then strangely he told us to change how we see God. I thought he was out of his mind, for hadn't we seen the acts of God throughout our history? What more was there to see? And then he said that God was close, near to us, if we would only open our eyes and see him. I remember thinking that I'd love to be able to see God, but as a blind man there was little or no chance of that happening. However, his words stayed with me, and since that day, well I began to listen to as many stories about the man as I could, and it seemed that almost everybody had something to say about him, some story of healing or feeding, or debating with the Pharisees and speaking to them with great authority. And after some time, I concluded that this man must be our Messiah promised by God. You see, I saw his character. I saw how he offered people like me hope. 
I saw in him the identity of our God. Me, a blind man, could see that he was the hope of Israel. But I couldn't see how he would heal me. For I wasn't in the middle of the crowd. I wasn't one of his followers or even one who traipsed around after him, hoping for a free meal. Well, I realised that I had one chance and I began to yell at the top of my lungs, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Well, the people nearby told me to be quiet, but I knew I had to get Jesus to hear me. So I just kept shouting out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. He did hear me because someone shouted back that Jesus was asking for me to be brought to him. Well, I can tell you, I jumped up and I flung my cloak to the side. I knew I wasn't going to need that again. That cloak which had been my only possession, my bed, my blanket, my all. From now on, begging was the misfortune of someone else. From now on, I could work and feed myself. From now on, I could find a wife and have children. From now on, I could see my father's sheep and in time, lead my own sheep to green pastures. From now on, I had hope. I had life. I could see a future. But above all of this, I could see God differently. I could see God in the flesh. I went to Jesus and he asked me what seemed to many a strange question. He asked me, what do you want me to do for you? Wasn't that obvious what I wanted? My eyes were crusted with sickness. What else could I want? Immediately I told him, oh, my teacher, let me see again. I wanted the opportunity to see new pastures, to see my father and mother, to see Aleph's stupid grin, to see the pomegranates and the olive trees. But more than all this, I wanted to see God. And in asking to see again, I was asking him to let me be one who would see God anew. One who would see God in Christ Jesus, even if that meant I remained physically blind. It wasn't easy to accept that possibility. For if he removed the scales from my eyes, my life would change. And my misery, my hopelessness, my despair, my darkness, my fear, all would be transformed. But I realised that if I remained blind, how I lived and thought as a blind man would change too, because I would see God in my darkness and despair, in my fear and misery, and I would have hope, because God would be suffering with me. But you know, Jesus saw my faith, he saw that I recognised him and he restored my sight and told me to go. Well, I went. I followed him to Jerusalem and I haven't looked back. 
There is too much still to see in front of me. 